The following is a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC 90.3 FM. Welcome to the Wesleyan Way. I mean, Wesleyan Airway with KWC President Tom Mitzel. The next few moments belong to Tom and special guest. Good day to you and welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, a program where we discuss a variety of topics and meet a multitude of great and interesting people. Today I'm privileged to have two distinguished faculty from Kentucky Wesleyan College sharing their airways with me. I have Professor Heather Lodson, who is the Associate Professor of Art and Director of the Art Program and Humanities Division Chair, as well as Professor Andrew Bolin, Assistant Professor of Communication Arts. So I'd like to ask both of you, thank you both, first of all, for being on the show with me. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank I'm, you for having us. If I'm here by myself, I usually have to move. <laughs> uh, so uh, what I'd like to do is start, just tell me a little bit, bit about yourselves. I want for, for people to know who you are. So I'm originally from Owensboro, Kentucky, born and raised, and I did my undergrad work at uh, Brescia before going to, and then I went to California at the Academy of Art for my graduate courses, and when I came back, there was an opening here. I worked as a graphic designer for about 12 years, and I really wanted the opportunity to teach the software programs. So I jumped at it, and Kentucky Wesleyan gave me the opportunity to teach here, and I've been here for about nine and a half years. That's wonderful. Well, uh, yeah, so uh, I'm a product of southern Indiana, just uh, you know, have a half an hour north of the river there, and uh, did my undergrad in radio television production at the University of Southern Indiana and got my master's there, uh, there as well, and then finishing up my Ph.D. from Regent University currently uh, on working on the dissertation. So pray for me as I finish <laughs> this project up. So a lot of my passion is in the production side of media, but I do really enjoy just talking about technology and communication and how it intersects our lives on a daily basis. So, so when you talk about doing production, what exactly – is that that you do? Yeah, so my passion uh, is sports broadcasting. That was really uh, what I was going to school for, and so I enjoy uh, just kind of understanding uh, media production. But I do a lot of uh, radio work and uh, television work as well. I worked for a few years in nonprofit radio uh, while I was doing my grad work. So th- this is home to me, and, and I really enjoy it. So. Wonderful. And your PhD uh, thesis, what, what is your topic? So I'm actually looking at uh, sports marketing and uh, looking at professional sports um, and how their message kind of goes through their minor league systems, um, just how they communicate that message and, and how they use technology and things like social media and promotions to promote kind of this homogenous theme of sports and what that looks like through the minor league, through the major league systems. And how do you bring that into Kentucky Wesleyan College? And what, what is it you'd like to do here? Yeah, so um, the big thing is, um, you know, we're a small campus, but we have so many student athletes. And so there's a, a sports emphasis, I think, uh, from our students really just in interested in sports. And so when we can bring real world experience and what we are passionate and studying about into the classroom, that gets students excited about the content. I mean, it's one thing to sit and study communication theory, right? right. <laughs> but then whenever we can bring it into a real world scenario and when we're like, for instance, uh, we talked about uh, group communication and I thought the best way to do this is, well, let's go to an escape room and let's... Oh talk in a group setting and, and how do we utilize this escape room to communicate and, and get out of this escape room and um, you know it's fun but yet students are actually learning and putting that to practice and so we debrief that when we come back to the classroom and talk about how these theories are are relating to our everyday scenarios and were you able to escape we, we did i think in record time too so you know <laughs> it, was, it was pretty good it's pretty good 
Professor Lobson, may, may I call you Heather? Yes. What attracted you to Kentucky Wesleyan College and how do you bring your expertise into the area? I knew that there was an opportunity for real growth at Kentucky Wesleyan College when I first arrived, and I really wanted to grow the program. We have startup businesses that need help, and graphic design is really into everything. I'm a traditional artist, so I love to paint and draw. I exhibit. um, I got to exhibit overseas, but digital is where I make my money. And, and I really wanted to show students that you can ha- you can do both and help their traditional skills along with their, their graphic skills. So we help out local businesses that are starting up, but also established businesses. So my students will do brochures and posters and website design for them. And it really gives them experience, but it also helps these small businesses that might not have the money to or the funds to go towards like a complex design. Mm-hmm. And um, I like the trade off and it, I love teaching the programs. And I was able to write a grant so we could get a the Mac Lab just tricked out. We have industry standard stuff in there, and our students are nailing it. They're getting jobs their junior year working as uh, graphic designers in businesses. So we have a high success rate with that. Correct me if I'm wrong. It, you talk about doing the traditional art right. and, and very much enjoying that. Then you talk about your money comes from the digital art. And yes. there is a sort of a theory that, Technology is really changing the, the entire art field. Absolutely. And, and in some ways, not for the better. Absolutely. So could you comment on that a little bit? Because you, yes. you actually have spanned both that traditional and digital world to an extent. Right. Traditional artists, anyone that hand builds, that's uh, drawing, painting, ceramics, anything done with the hands, traditionally, there is, I guess, society has devalued that type of art and it's moved more towards. Digital design. So technology has stepped in. We're creating things. You know, no longer are we doing hand calligraphy. We have fonts, and anybody can use these fonts. So if they have an eye for design, they might not have to have that innate talent, that traditional talent. They can still make money as a graphic designer. And, you know, there's some good and some bad with that, in my opinion, in my professional opinion. I think being able to create something is going to help you not only with your well-being, but also it's going to develop your critical and creative thinking. It's going to help problem-solving. It's going to help so many areas in your academics. There's just not a market for it. You know, people want that reproduction and not that real painting. They're not willing to pay the money that they did back in these historical master's time with Caravaggio and Michelangelo. We have to find a way to survive. You know, that starving artist is real. And and so graphic design kind of opens that door for our students that are talented traditionally, but there's no market for it. But every business uses graphic design. The hospital, restaurants, it doesn't matter who you are, you need graphic design. You need a designer. And that really helps us if we can make that bridge that cross over to digital then you know you can make some really good money because there's a market for it i was reading a couple of articles where there's some argument now that the technology creates mm-hmm. and that we as humans only use yeah. and that it's it's devalued uh, the field of art to the point where 
you don't really, as you were saying before, you don't have to have the innate ability. And is that true? To me, paint's kind of a dismal world if we don't need artists anymore. Well, we do need artists. I think that society has to realize that because we are the problem solvers. We are the, without creating art, do you have a culture? I don't think so. So it should be a value. And I know there's hype with technology, but we have to remember the foundations. We have to remember that this traditional hand creation is going to lead to better learning, better self-awareness. It's going to lead to problem-solving skills that employers want, creativity, but critical thinking as well. And I think that right now the humanities is probably on the back burner, but we're going to be pushed back up. It seems like it's a history. It goes back and forth. I'm hoping that we're going to get our moment again and people are going to start to realize that it's much needed. I think what we're finding, and Andrew, if you speak to this a little bit, that over the past couple of decades that arts education has been taken away from many of the curricula, especially in K through 12, and replaced with more standardized testing and STEM. And what people are finding out now is that might have been a mistake. And could you speak to some of the learning values that one picks up when learning art and and, and even crossing over into music because they're both forms of yeah. forms of art. Absolutely, yeah. So, like you said, STEM has been kind of the, the buzzword for the last decade or so, in, especially in education. And what we're seeing now is the inclusion of the arts with that, with STEAM. And, and I've seen that crop up within the last probably year or so. And and really what we're, we're seeing kind of to, to Heather's point is... So for the person listening, can, can STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. And STEAM is science, technology, engineering, art. And math, right? Which is a an, an incredibly important addition. Absolutely, and um, you know we we see how much more well rounded students are when the inclusion of the creative is is brought into their education, whether it's through music or whether it's through art or you know my specialty communication. I mean, this is one of the big things that employers are looking for: is can a student communicate well, interpersonal communication, not just public speaking, you know, giving speeches, but how do we connect in, in, in through this communication, um, not texting, not email, but one-on-one interpersonal communication. And so, um, you know, we see that, uh, that, that dichotomy in our students where we need to relearn how to hold a conversation. <laughs> and, and it's really interesting, um, you know, bringing that into the classroom and, and really exploring the creative, whatever side it is of the student. And visual communication gives people the opportunity that might not be able to articulate what they want to say, the opportunity to visually communicate and communicate with people and say what they need to express themselves. But the American for the Arts, they've done a uh, study here recently that if you do art three times a week, it shows their scores academically going up in math and all other disciplines. And art touches everything from from religion to psychology to sociology to history. I mean, there's no place that math uh, that I'm sorry, that art doesn't touch. And so it's even the Bloom's taxonomy in art education. We teach that it. If you look at it, it's at the top, creation. Because once you create something, that learning is just so easy, and it puts it into your long-term memory, and it helps them to realize, remember, and understand. Well, I think you're right. I I think the ability to create something of nothing yeah. when you're staring at either that blank sheet of paper and you have to 
somehow take what's inside your mind and put it down onto that paper in, in a way that others understand or looking at that that block of clay or whatever mm-hmm. material you're you are using but but to be able to elicit something from this amorphous area uh, takes an incredible amount of of critical thought and planning and whatnot and I, we were chatting a little before the show about the Mozart effect and if students are exposed to music prior to doing any type of academic uh, exercise, they do better after listening to the music than if they did not. But above that, they show more cases of empathy toward mm. those with whom they are working, and they and they do better in the group. So I think there is that there have been an incredible number of studies that have shown that taking away arts 10, 20 years ago, we now look back and know it was a mistake. And, and, and isn't it just so important in today's time with it being so diverse mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we have that multicultural understanding of where everybody's coming from so we get that world view and and that understanding of other people their feelings their perspectives absolutely and, and like you said it, it's expressed in the visual art or through mm-hmm. music art or the films that that people make and, and the music people make and one thing that some people may not know is that we have an art gallery here in the Ralph Center and yes, we it is phenomenal to see some of the artwork that your students produce and we just recently had a high school art show that was yes. here and just the the messages that are in those uh, art pieces is, is just phenomenal like you said just really bringing out words that you can't maybe say or mm-hmm. feelings that you can't put to words you can express to the art and it's really really cool to see that no and, that, and that's right i was going to to mention that not only do you work with your own students but through the community as well and yes. and that is extremely important getting young kids excited about the potential of of art so as we are coming to a close i'd like to ask what are some of the projects you have upcoming? What are some of the projects that for, for which people should be watching and get excited? So I'm really excited about art and sustainability. So I have a project coming up with the as the Bonners faculty cohort. It's called the Monet Project. And we're really revamping the Ralph Center. We're going to look at art that's sustainable, that we've reused and repurposed. So we're going out in the community. We're going to pick up trash, and we're going to turn that and repurpose it into art. So we're going to beautify as well as educate the community. One of the things we're going to do is we're removing what they call junk out of their space. We're going to bring back a small portion that we've redesigned to create them a little piece of either yard art or something they could put on their table to show them that, you know, um, we really need to reuse, repurpose, and have more sustainable art. So literally taking one person's trash and turning it into a treasure. That's what we're going <laughs> that for. Is yes, wonderful. Sir. That is wonderful. My trash Andrew? pickup days on Tuesday. So <laughs> I, will, I will bring it by. Um, I, I'm really interested in digital and new technology. And so um, I'm using a class right now that looks at social media and internet marketing. And we are launching social media for nonprofits. We are running social media for nonprofits, really getting students experience looking at analytics and the messages that they put online, what works, what doesn't, why does it work, what makes something go viral, uh, and some of these things. So, again, really giving students skills that they can use beyond college and in the real workplaces is important, I think. so. Well, that's great. And, and just to bring us back into the semblance of the last couple of decades of reality and bang for your buck, I know that uh, several of our programs have won several awards. And as we close out, could you speak to a couple of the, the awards that, that your area has picked up? We're so proud of what you have accomplished. I'm 
very proud to say that the graphic design program that we put online has ranked national. You know, I really worked hard to get our curriculum where it's competitive with the bigger schools, the design schools, so that our students are hireable at the junior level, and they are landing jobs. And so the online was um, just perfect for them because they could go on and complete these jobs, take these jobs, and run with it, but still finish their education so they didn't have to walk away from it. So I'm really, really proud of the graphic design online program. That is wonderful. And and our students are active on the radio station here. And so we send uh, DJ breaks. We send news updates to competitions both locally and nationally. And students are winning those competitions and placing in those competitions. And it's just really great to get students uh, exposed to uh, the outside world. So, yeah. Well, I want to thank both of you once again. And one for really helping to explain the importance of art, not just at the collegiate level, but really from from the time that you begin to learn and but also for elucidating some of the great things that are going on at Kentucky Wesleyan College and within within your departments and you should both be very proud of what it is you're doing so hopefully I can have you back on the show at some time and uh, we'll continue the conversation great. thank you very much thank you so much thank you thank you for listening to the Wesleyan Airway with Dr. Tom Mitzel on WKWC 90.3 FM join Tom for his show every Wednesday at 7.30 and 12.30 Saturday afternoon at 12.30 and Sunday morning at 7.30 the Proceeding was a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC. Cannot be reproduced, rebroadcast, or recorded without written permission by the show's host, WKWC, or Kentucky Wesleyan College.